everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors charlie the baking guy mazda of orland park fredo's culinary kitchen and nick and ivy brewing i am recamp alongside fellow fat jay zawoski jay we are refreshed after a week off yeah lots of things going on yeah refreshed ish <laughs> week off you had a trip we have the fourth of july like lots of stuff has been going on so i know we got a lot to get to today there is a ton to get to so very quickly make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at i'm fat pod that's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. and Threads. Threads. <laughs> yes, we have extra of those in our clothing. More crap to post. <laughs> but yes, yeah, right. we are on Threads, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I've kind of enjoyed it a little bit. It's a little bit different, but we'll see where it goes from yeah. here. Um, so we're on Threads, too, at I'm Fat Pod. Uh, we've got our merchandise shop, I'mFatMerch.com. Rick's sporting the No Bad Words uh, old style style I'm Fat Podcast shirt. whole bunch of cool mm-hmm. stuff to get in the shop as well, so check it out at uh, I'mFatMerch.com. We've got our Patreon at I'mFatPod, and uh, if you want to kick in a few bucks a month, you can do that with the description in the podcast here uh, via Spotify. Just throw a couple bucks a month. Be very, very helpful. Or if you don't want to give us any of your money, that's understandable. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And of course, we've got our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Go subscribe to that page for us and hit that like button for us anytime you see a video. Um, All right. I think I've covered everything, right? Yeah, I think we're good. All right, good. Uh, So the reason I um, took last week off, and it was me, not you, I was just done, man. That trip to Nashville... Like, yeah, it was looked like a blast. It was a lot of work. Like mm-hmm. it was mostly work, um, not in a bad way. I mean, I went to the NHL draft. It was awesome. Like it was my first yeah. time covering anything of that scale. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just really cool to be there. Like you've watched the draft. The NHL draft is especially cool because for those that don't know, it takes place in a rink and all the teams have their tables on the ice well, they cover the ice. It's not like everyone's sliding everywhere. Right. But like on that the would arena be floor. So all 32 teams are on the equivalent of the rink. And then there's a stage. So there's GMs like literally walk, standing up and walking over to talk to other GMs and stuff. It was really cool to be at. That's cool. Um, but it was just fast and furious. Like day one, I was really kind of nervous. But day one was easier. Day two, I'm like, this will be a breeze. And then... All of a sudden, the Hawks had like three picks within like 10 minutes. And I was down getting an interview with one player. Mm-hmm. Then they picked another guy. He came down. And then as soon as that guy wrapped up, another Hawk was there. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I didn't even see who they drafted. Like, yeah. That's how rapid fire it was. So I'm literally like well, running a recorder like, hey, um, what's it like to be drafted? And then I'm like, who is that? <laughs> So we're like, was it scheduled for them to have those three picks already, or were they like trading on the clock? No, to get yeah. There? So they were, but the second round, like it was going maybe two, three minutes between picks. It oh, was like wow. boom, okay. boom, boom, and then the Hawks, the guys that are there, they take them off the stage and they walk sure. them down to like the media room, 
And they had so like Connor Bedard and like some of the bigger name GMs had mm-hmm. like a bigger table, and then there were probably like thirty chairs around that. But then otherwise, there were eight pods. So like elevated. Think about like radio, like Super Bowl week, right? Like okay. every player gets their own pod. So they had eight of those, and then they would just kind of rotate as the day would go on. And at one point, mm-hmm. there were three hawks within like fifteen minutes. So it was just crazy. But I did get to have some food, which nice. was great. Uh, I'm going to go chronolo- chronologically, babe. Uh, and I didn't take a picture here, but the first stop we went to uh, halfway between Chicago and Nashville was Louisville. And we went to a place called Against the Grain. It is literally next to the Louisville. It's actually attached to, rather, the Louisville Bats Minor League Baseball Stadium. It's part oh, of the nice. stadium. So on their menu, it said world's greatest chicken tendies. And Rick, you know me. Yep. <laughs> That's throwing down the gauntlet food-wise for me. It really is. And I don't know if I can say they're the world's best chicken tendies. However, I struggle to think of a better one. Wow. Like I may have had as good as against the grain, but I've not had better than against the grain. They were terrific. Uh, nice. And everybody liked that place. And I got to say, man, like if you're looking for a quick getaway, like mm-hmm. maybe, you know, three days, two nights or something, Louisville is a good place to go. You've got the Louisville Slugger Museum. You've got minor league baseball happening. Like it's a cool little downtown. Um, and lots- you can go to, I, I believe our, our friend Lawrence Holmes has said this around the football stadium. They have like legends on like light posts and stuff. Yeah. And they have a Doug Buffone. They should. They should have a damn Doug Buffone statue. Right. Or a fountain. And one is it, it spits dip. <laughs> and the other one spits ash. <laughs> and it's Doug drinking from the wrong can at some point during a postgame show. That's the statue. So half That's the time so it spits out like brown water. The second yeah. time it spits out ash. And it's a perfect <laughs> Doug Buffone statue. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Louisville's great. We we did the Louisville Slugger Museum last time we went through, and mm-hmm. it is worth every penny. It's so cool. You yeah. get the tour. They show you how all the bats are made. And then there's like this room where you can hold like a legitimately Babe Ruth's bat or Jackie Robinson's bat, like not okay. a replica, like the actual bat. You got to put gloves on and everything. Oh, it's, wow. It's really cool. It is a completely worthwhile trip. So against the grain was a place we went there. So then Nashville, we were, God, we were like, again, really busy. We went grocery shopping the first night, uh, got up early, you know, ate at home, uh, but finally got to have some barbecue. Finally, finally, finally. And we went to a place. Nice. I'm going to share the screen here. It's called Peg Leg Porker. Now, this was at the advice of Charlie the Bacon Guy. When Charlie the Bacon Guy says, go somewhere, you do it. Uh, so yes. what you're looking at is my whole plate there. So there's the half slab of ribs oh from the peg leg porker. There's some of the creamiest mac and cheese and it's shells. Not yeah. Um, dude, yeah. Shells are so key. Yes. We've talked about this. The cringle cut fries, which are perfect. Yeah. And then on the bottom left, there is the banana pudding with the Nilla wafers mm-hmm. in it. And dude, that dry rub Dude, and it is caked on it's there. It's caked. And I, I was sort of like, when I first got it, I was like, oh, is that, do I want like that much? Like, I wasn't right. sure if I wanted that much dry rub on it. Sure. But I'm going to see maybe, oh, yeah, there. Oh, there you go. I can zoom in. So, yeah, you can see how much is on there. It was awesome. And so nice. it, it fell off the bone, but not like in that, like, 
like a sloughing way where it's like too wet and mm-hmm. it still had like a nice like tenderness to it like a little bit of a pull but it came Ooh. off clean they were excellent ribs i'm not usually a big rib guy mm-hmm. now and again I'll it's a lot of take. work it is a lot of work but these were they were not messy uh the barbecue sauce was great and i should have gone back in line and gotten like a big thing of the uh rib rub because it was like $14.99, but it was like a big, big bottle of it. Nice. But the way it worked is, it's most places you get in line, you order, and then they bring it out to you like, not like a Chipotle, but there was a long line. So for me to get back in line, it would have been a, a big investment. But we got there right in time. We, we walked right up, and then we turned around and said, holy cow, we got here just in time because the line behind us was like out the door. Um, oh, wow. So, But it was excellent. A- absolutely great. Great recommendation from Charlie the Bacon Guy, which, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's never going to steer you wrong. So that was great. And then the other place we went uh, was called 312 Pizza Company. It was a Chicago-based or Chicago-inspired uh, restaurant. So they got your thin crust, your deep dish, Chicago dogs, and Italian beef sandwiches and all that stuff. So they brought us, like, samples of everything. So they brought us a deep dish, thin crust. Both of those were great. Very Chicago authentic. The beef sandwich I had there, it's in Germantown yeah. in Nashville. Among the best beefs I've ever had. It was wow. it was terrific. It was excellent nice. Italian beef. So if you're down in Nashville, the 312 Pizza Company, if you get a little bit homesick for Chicago food, it definitely scratches the itch. It's definitely authentic. Um, the deep dish was like the cheesiest deep dish I've ever had. Ooh, it was a yeah. ton of cheese which was great. Um, Thin crust was good and crispy, but that Italian beef, oh, man, that was good. Of course, they had, you know, Malort and 312 and all the Chicago things available there for you. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Was anybody um, um, in the crew that went, do they claim to be Malort people or did they just, like, do it for the bit at all? I don't. We didn't do it because it was kind of early. It was, like, 1130 um, okay. Yeah. So it was kind of a it was kind of an early day for us. Um, so okay. That, we that's had to work fair that. because that was the night of the draft, so we didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But like, if you need any other reason to know that Malord is bad, one of its biggest advocates is Chris Ronchi. Oh well, that's, that's like that is know. big old red flag. Yeah, it is the Cardinals of drinks. Um, <laughs> I will say though, it's not as bad as everybody says it is. Like, it's bad. It's just, yeah, it's bad, and I would never choose it. Correct. But when you get the deer, the dare, it's not like it's yeah. going to make you throw up. You're just like, ooh, that's kind of, ugh. And, like, yeah. the initial taste is actually kind of good, but then it just lingers forever. Mm-hmm. Like, the bad part of it lingers. And then the, the other thing we did was we went to a place called Hopsmith, where we had our CHGO uh, meetup, which was cool. It was the day before the draft. Um, and we had, like, 20 people come. And meet us there, which was great. Nice. And they had great, they had like giant ass mozzarella sticks. Again, failed to get pictures because I was like in my nervous work zone. Um, but it was great. If you want to see the 312 Pizza Company, though, go to the CHGO uh, Twitter account or CHGO Blackhawks Twitter account. And we posted a video. Like we have a highly produced, Ryan Green is like the all city videographer. So like basically anything you see produced from all city is him. Yeah. And okay. he, he's a he's a to, he's awesome at what he does, and he made like a whole video of us eating this stuff. Um, so it was good. Nashville was great. Being out at the draft, yeah, is a thing. 
like, cause we wanted to make sure we're here. Like, I know we're tired, but let's go out for an hour, hour and a half. Uh, me sure. and Greg Boyson were, we were the early to bed nerds. The younger kids stayed out, but you walk into Tootsie's in Nashville and like there's Dallas stars coach, Pete DeBoer, like ordering drinks at the bar. Yeah. And then you go upstairs. Oh, there's Luke Richardson, the Hawks head coach, like just standing there drinking a beer. And oh, there's the Hawks assistant GM, Megan Hunter. Oh, there's John Bujagross. It was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was yeah. Cool. There's Kyle Davidson answer, <laughs> answering questions on the street. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was great. Like, which, which by the way, like I totally get the dude not thinking like, if you just look at Kyle Davidson, you do not think GM of an NHL team. So here's the thing about him. And maybe it doesn't show on television. Mm-hmm. He's like five foot six. Oh yeah. He's like tiny, tiny. So like the first time I saw him in person, I'm like, Whoa, he's small. Like that was my first thought. So you yeah. would never see him walking down the street and think, and he remember he had his hat backwards, he had a t-shirt on. It's not like he was wearing yeah. like a Hawks polo. Right. It was, all, it was almost as if he was trying to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was great if you missed the Kyle from Chicago thing. And then yeah, because I thought like, oh, that might have been set up. And then we went to uh the first day of development camp, and Luke Richardson was wearing the Kyle from Chicago obvious shirt. And nice. he said the same thing. Like I thought it was set up, but it wasn't. So the fact that he was able That's to cool. play it off that cool and funny. Like, yeah, it was good. So the trip was great. I sent you the picture nice. uh, from Nashville. Excessive heat warning. Yes. Dude, it was hot. Thank God. We were inside a lot. But, oh, when we were outside for those short amounts of time, especially in the day. Yeah. Like For the first day of the draft, we parked maybe like four blocks from Bridgestone. And okay. by the time we got in the building, the four of us were just like, oh, God, like we can't okay. be out here another second. Did they limit the tickets to the draft for Blackhawks fans? <laughs> I don't think they always claim to do that, but it never seemed, never seemed like it worked. No. Yeah, there were there were a ton of Hawks fans there and understandably, but uh, it was cool, man. Like, that's a historic day for the Hawks. Yeah. And to be there when it happens and like to talk to the, I've talked to the kid now like four times since he's been drafted. Um, nice. It's it wrote for a 17 year old that really mm-hmm. impressive. Like it's. It's awesome. It's really a historic moment for them, to, and to be there for that was really, really special. So, uh, it was nice. good. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good trip. Uh, I did not have as eventful of a two weeks. <laughs> I went to Seven uh, Eleven this ooh, ooh. <laughs> last week. Oh, oh. I did. I did find something though, oh. and I was like, okay, let's like I. I always uh, my mindset when I walk in the door is just okay. What am I? what am I coming in here for? Cause there's always something yeah. that I'm actually like have the intention to go in and just grab and go. But then I'm like, no check if there's something new because there's always something new at seven 11. Yes. And there was jumbo fruit loops snacks. See, now these have my attention and I wasn't smart enough to take a picture of them, like next to anything to get like a comparison size wise. But I would say, Probably the size of the joystick on like a controller, like a PlayStation controller or something. Oh, okay. So like decently significant size. So like a thumbprint like you could, size. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which actually, boy, it, it, you know what? It's not even worth it because it wouldn't be able to be seen anyway. 
I've been playing Madden a little bit lately, and I'm someone where I abuse the controller when I play. <laughs> I'm not mad. It's just like the way I play. Yeah. I have like a I straight up like have a callus on my thumb. Nice. Or like a recovering callus. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but like these are something where they're the right size and they taste just like just like Fruit Loops. Like everything is the same. It's just like they took a Fruit Loop and it's like a picture and they dragged it from the corner and made it a little bit bigger. That's really <laughs> all it is. So like they're the right size to where if you wanted to put them out at like a party as just like, oh, here's the chips. Here's the pretzels. Here's the giant Fruit Loops. Like you could totally do that. Okay, so when I saw the bag, I was thinking they'd be the size of like you know Hostess donuts. Yeah, I was thinking they would be that big, and I said that might be too big, and that might be like you have to eat it like in several bites, but they're oh, still no. bite sized. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's base. Yeah, it's pretty well bite sized at that point still. So I recommend them. I mean, they're not the like you know because it's anything at Seven Eleven. It's not the cheapest in the world, but for like. A snack, just like a nice snack to have of just like it's not breakfast, but I have I want that cereal taste. Yeah. I think they're I think they're fun and I hope they do that with more types of cereal. Because it was it was really good and I'm gonna go back. If my schedule wasn't so weird, I was hoping to have another bag for today, but my schedule this week has just been all over the place. But still, like highly recommend the Fruit Loops Jumbo Snacks. The 7-Eleven's the only place I've seen them so far. Okay. So if you see them out, uh, people should uh, hit up the I'm Fat Podcast fans page. Do that or shoot us the email, imfatpod at gmail.com. Alert everybody. Okay. Yeah, I want to try them because, yeah, I was afraid if they were too big, they wouldn't be good, but I love Fruit Loops. I've always been a big yeah. fan of shitty <laughs> cereal. Uh, yes. Long-time shitty cereal guy. Um, so, yeah, I'm down with that. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention one thing about Nashville. Our okay. buddy, Mark Fishman, our graphic design guy, he makes all of our logos mm -hmm. and most of our shirts and all that stuff. He's got yep. a buddy down in Nashville who owns a cookie shop. Oh. Mother Effins is the name of the cookie shop. Hmm. And on our porch one day in Nashville at our Airbnb, we had a little shipment of cookies, and you could see them there on your screen. That's awesome. Dude. Those are great. So those chocolate chip with, like, the sea salt. But the ones on yeah. the bottom left, those were mm -hmm. called chipless. So they're chocolate chip cookies without the chocolate chips. Yes. They were yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Linces. Yes. Dude, there were so many times where like people are like, what's your favorite part of a cookie? And they're like, oh, it's a super chocolatey chocolate chip part. Man, sometimes just that, just having like a dough part. Yes. Like where it's just it's just the cookie is so good i would eat the hell out of those those looked incredible yeah so yeah mother effins if you're in nashville i guess you got to go to nashville to get them rick um well <laughs> maybe see. not i'm sure somewhere else on earth has uh chipless cookies and perhaps our friends at fredo's culinary kitchen and fredo's bakery.com will come up with a chipless chip for us at some point here um, but look everything you get at fredo's bakery is good the brownies the cookies we say they're the best we've ever had, and I still stand mm -hmm. by that. Mother Effins were great, but those cookies from Fredo'sBakery.com are outstanding. And, of course, if you're going to check out Fredo'sBakery.com, you're going to want to check out Fredo'sPizza.com because at Fredo'sPizza.com, you save 10% on your order every time with the code I'm Fat. Get yourself the I'm Fat Burger, the I'm Fat Pizza, the I'm Fat Grilled Cheese, but everything on their menu is absolutely incredible. Go visit them, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, 
at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. That really gives you the idea of what you're getting at Fredo's. And they got those giant mozzarella sticks, like the size of a grown man's forearm. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. As you'd imagine, go check those out too. Uh, we mm-hmm. love our friends at Fredo's. I got to get out there soon. Absolutely. Maybe this week I'm going to head out there. You should too. Fredo'spizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com, at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. Use that code I'm fat to save 10% on your order at Fredo'spizza.com. All right. I've got a, I got, I got a bunch today. And I know this is what happens when I take a week off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I got to like kind of catch up on everything, but one little last like, remnant from nashville so i am mm-hmm. what i left bbm i kind of took all my big boy clothes and donated them okay i'm like i don't i'm running away from this management thing as fast as i can it was yeah. cool like it had like i enjoyed it but like now that i'm not doing it anymore i'm very glad i'm not um mm-hmm. so i got rid of a lot of my dressier clothes i'm like shit i'm going to the draft i need to get some stuff so, yeah, you know, I wear these golf shorts from Target. I've been talking about these um, for a couple of years. I'm actually wearing them now. I'm not going to stand up, but they're kind of like, I don't know what you would call it, like stretchy, kind of like silky. I don't know how you describe that. God damn it. I'll stand Boy, up. Hang on. I, I was going to say, if you did that motion anymore, you were going to be a, a, a uh, bell player at Texas Tech. There, I'm showing some leg. Yeah, you are. They're like, you know. I don't know. I don't know what you call that. They're not Jay's cotton. rubbing himself on camera. <laughs> they're not cotton. They're not like gym shorts, but they're, yeah. I don't know, like golf polo material. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. All right. Well, they also make these in pants. And I went to talk because Hope's like, you should go to Lululemon and get those whatever. And I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred. There's no way I'm paying $120 for one item of clothing ever. Yeah. Unless it's a suit. Sure. Right. For one pair of pants. Absolutely not. So I said, these shorts work for me. Let me go try the pants at target. They did. I got three pair. Great. But then I needed nicer socks. So I went mm-hmm. to uh, Marshall's, which if you ever okay. need to stock up on socks, don't get them at target or anywhere else. Go to Marshall's and get cheap ass socks. So I got a three pack from the brand Polo. Nice brand, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of a high end brand. Good price. Look nice. Go off for one night, and yeah. I get the sock dense. Now, yep. normies might be saying, Jay, what are sock dents? Fat people are nodding in agreement. Sock dents mm-hmm. are what you get when you have fat ankles, and you wear socks for, oh, maybe six minutes, and it just compresses your, your leg into the sock, so when you take the sock off, it's very clear where the top of your sock was and where your calf ended. So there's literally a dent in your leg. So it's like if so, you took meat out of the encasing. Yes. Like that's kind of what it would look like. Rick, my sock dents were so bad. I opted not to go out that night. Really? Yeah. Cause it was that or wear jeans. I'm not wearing Ugh, jeans during a heat advisor jeans. So I'm like, no, I have sock dents. I'm staying home. However, fat hack. I need to wear them the next day because I only brought the three yes. pair with me. Next time you have sock dent socks, take the top, fold it over. Like, you know, take it, fold the top down and pull it down. Yeah. No sock dents. Okay. Yeah. Fat hack. 
Now, were you extra sweaty then because you had basically two layers of sock? Well, here's the thing. My feet don't sweat. I think it's because of the diabetes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I never have sweaty feet. Even when I'm sweaty, my hands and feet do not sweat. So okay. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's convenient. Um, <laughs> so n- not an issue for me. And these are real thin. I got, okay. I got thin socks on purpose because I knew I was going to be hot. Um, yeah. So eh, that worked. Okay. You totally saved yourself from the easily being able to shop at Target part of this. With the very relatable sock dents. All right. They sell they sell biggish sizes there. They sell like what 42, 44s, whatever. They sell decent sizes at Target. So don't make fun of me, Rick Camp, you jerk. If you need to go to Target, take your Mazda. From Mazda of Orland Park, 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park, 708 444 3200 is the phone number. As for Eric Vates, that's our guy. He is a fan of the podcast. He's a big fan of the White Sox, if those things interest you. Um, he'll talk sports with you all day. But most importantly, he's going to get you behind the wheel of an excellent Mazda. That's what I drive. I drive the CX-5 from 2015, the CX-30 from 2022. And I absolutely love both of my cars and will be a Mazda customer for life, not just because the cars are great, but because the service at Mazda of Orland Park is absolutely outstanding. Again, give them a call 708-444-3200 or, or go to 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. But yeah, Rick, Target stuff is, it is big guy accommodating. Now, if you were, I would say, I think I've seen up to 42 there. Which Yeah, that sounds about right. Which that I will that is that's my light that's the max of my life that's the biggest my waist has ever been. I wish I could claim the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest I've been as a forty-two. Um, but yeah, I was I was pleased with these. These worked out really well for me. And I like yeah. what's nice is I can throw them in the wash and then just hang them up. They don't get real wrinkled. They're just called if you're at Target golf pants or golf shorts. That's how they're labeled. It's their own brand that like in, is it in ma- in motion or all in motion? Something like that. It's something along those lines. Yeah. So it's like by, Thankfully, it's been it. long enough since I worked there that I just don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like where the, you'll find like the workout men's clothes are. It's like in that general vicinity. So you think that's a good reference point for As you these are listeners of this in podcast or you can see it because it's <laughs> okay. clearly like the, tank tops that are made of that whatever that material is so yeah 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 dick okay <laughs> i've got something that i i saw as a a, a hack on uh tiktok that it was very relevant for this week just yeah with it being some of the hottest days of the year with the fourth of july being this past week and it's when you're trying to buy a watermelon mm-hmm. there is obviously the stem side but then the opposite side, Jay's drinking prime drink. Uh, that's just another one of those things for the pod. But look at the other side. Like, basically, look at the watermelon's bee hole. Yes. And the bigger the bee hole, the sweeter the watermelon. Now, which is just a philosophy we've all, you know, gone by anyway. The man on the video, and I'm not going to share it here, but I have a, I have a picture mm-hmm. of what he was talking about. He called it the areola. And I yeah. do believe that is actually the correct term. Where did this go? Is it? Yeah. Oh, here we go. 
Hang on. I like thinking of it as the watermelon's butthole. I mean, that's a more accurate description. Yeah. But, yeah, because an areola protrudes typically. Right. Yeah, this is the uh, the old, old goals goes down into a certain point. Yes, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, the watermelon's beehole or areola. Um, mm-hmm. The bigger it is, the sweeter the watermelon. Yes. The other the man. Fourth of July water. I'm not the biggest, like, just have a slice of watermelon person. Watermelon. But it's a requirement on the 4th of July. And it has to be cold. Yes. Don't put your room temperature ass watermelon out there, Karen. Throw that shit in the micro in the <laughs> not the microwave. In the fridge and uh make sure it is cold, cold, cold. Yeah. Um, I love watermelon. It is my favorite fruit by far. The other thing, by the way, with a watermelon is I know this from working in produce. If you pick it up and you slap it and it sounds hollow, that means it's ripe. If there's like a boom kind of a sound to it, like a like you can hear like a I don't know how to describe it, but you know when you hear it's like yeah. a boom, kind of like a reverse. There are some unsavory jokes you could make off of that too, but we're not going to make them. Yeah, if you'd like to spank it before you finger the butthole, then by all means, <laughs> do you. <laughs> but that is a helpful tip uh, from I, I appreciate that. I'm because that's a lot easier than just like looking at the. Or trying to slap it correctly. You know? Yes. Yeah, so. All right. I like that. Thank you for that tip. Because you can just look at it. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to pick up every one of them and slap it like a weirdo. Um, right. I want to share this before it gets too late. Because I feel like this is a treat for everybody. Uh, okay. Remember our guy uh, who found Chonkasaurus? His name was yes. Al Scorch. Over by there mm-hmm. is his TikTok. The Chicago guy. He made the rounds. He's back. And I think this time mm-hmm. it's even better than last time. I'm going to let this speak for itself. This is terrific. Okay. This is from our pal L Scorch. Follow him on TikTok at Over By There. Just listen to one of his latest productions. You know, I got to thinking about how much I love Chicago style hot dogs, and I got to thinking about how much I love Emily Dickinson, and I thought, you know, what would Emily Dickinson write about Chicago style hot dogs? So I took a crack at it. And maybe it'd be something like mustard's acid yellow dressing, relish, verdant, green, so vibrant, onions, tomatoes, cucumbers cut into vegetables refinement, light as tufted seeds upon the wind so buoyant, angel's fluff, the hot dog bun, flecked with poppy seeds, this holy vessel holds all of summertime's enjoyment botanical salinity of celery salts anointment as sporting peppers jaunty spice joins with the kosher dill the spirit it pierced the sight of christ dogs split open on the grill and the mingling of charcoal upon the humid wind let all who care to know or notice that summer once again begins i mean that's just outstanding that's awesome. <laughs> and what I love about and like this guy, you just get like the few words of like hardcore accent in there. And the upon the, the thing about the Chicago accent that I have left out is mm-hmm. the emphasis on the T. Anointment, yes. my friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the yes. that's that's really that's a that's a nice little pickup. And he's he's great. And like what's so cool about that account is I thought mm-hmm. they'd just be these meatballs on Twitter, but they're 
really into botany and nature and they like explain a lot of it it's really yeah, yeah. fascinating There's, I, if nothing else i was gonna say he exposed himself as not being your garden variety he's not like, person with that yeah like you know being like yeah i'm gonna do this emily dickinson style <laughs> thing it's like uh, okay yeah okay so you're putting on we got you yeah well I, so i mean he shared his email because he had a friend like make a, a print of this poem mm-hmm. in the next TikTok. I think he needs a fat bracket. That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to try to reach I out like to it. him and, and see if he's interested in it. Um, that would be cool. And I'm sure he, we'd be able to put him on for 15 minutes to announce his bracket in yeah. a thick Chicago accent. So I just <laughs> wanted to share that. I thought that was really cool. I thought nice. our listeners would enjoy it's just so like mustard's acid yellow dressing, relish verdant green so vibrant. <laughs> it's just so good. So vibrant. So vibrant, my friends. Yeah, oh, right. Awesome. When he said he he totally lost the the like random guy thing when he uh, when he's like was it verdant green or whatever. It's like oh okay yeah you're <laughs> you're next level on this. Uh, I uh, I actually have a place that I tried this. You know, it's like last couple of weeks. It's either been work or whatever. So yeah. I haven't been able to try as much as I'd like. Today, tried El Puente, Ooh. which is at 112 East Main Street in St. Charles. Now, so essentially, if you're going down North Avenue in St. Charles and you're coming, you are heading west, You it's going to be right before you hit the Fox. Okay. So... It's like sec- it's between Second Street and Riverside, so like basically the block right before you're going to hit the water. So, I it's interesting because some of this was a little hit or miss in terms of what you got. Uh, Sam got fajitas, said they were good, not great. Okay. So, if you're a fajita person, maybe this is the time you pivot. I got like a it was like a combo thing, and I was able to get a. Beef enchilada, chicken quesadilla, and steak flauta. Okay. In there. And the winner was the steak flauta. Like, that thing was awesome. Like, the steak was just like, it was cut, it was like cubed at the right size for something like that. Yeah. And also, just man, like the fry on that. It was like a nice, like, it's almost always better when you have a nice light fry. Yeah. Like they, they lean towards the lighter end of it. So like you got the crunch and like you like you the know. flakiness a little bit. Yes, exactly. It was awesome. So I loved that. An overdone flauta becomes a catching the crumbs festival where you're like Yes. And it like falls all in your Yeah, you don't want that. You want it to be have a little bit of a give to it. So mm-hmm. you can actually bite it and eat it. Yeah, the beef enchilada was really good. I wouldn't say like extraordinary, but a really good option for people. The chicken quesadilla, I think it might have suffered a little because it was a 10-minute drive from there back to where we were eating. So there was a travel thing there. So like take that into consideration, especially with the quesadilla. Fair enough. I think that matters more for a quesadilla more than anything else. But still, the chicken was very good. You know, it wasn't cubed. It was pulled chicken. Oh. So I thought that was a nice change because then you're able to get more coverage within the quesadilla. Give me a pulled chicken in Mexican food all the time. That's remember I always talk mm-hmm. about De Posada on Taylor. That's what makes her chicken yep. burrito so great. Yeah. So like overall, 
really good experience. Like that flauta was legitimately one of the best like flautas I've ever had. So nice. I would recommend it. There's definitely a place to go to if you're in downtown St. Charles around that area. It's a really good option. Again, 112 East Main Street, which is North Avenue in St. Charles. El Puente? Yep. That's Spanish for the Puente. Yes, it is. Yeah. So yeah, I took Spanish in high school. I know my right. stuff. Uh, well, I'm glad you, you took me there because yesterday uh, we had one hell of a Mexican meal. Hope and I uh, had tickets to see Jenny Lewis at the Salt Shed. Um, mm-hmm. I've never been to Salt Shed. We'll get to that in a second. But we okay. had to bring Addie out to my sister-in-law's place in Bolingbrook. She spent the night out there. And then mm-hmm. we went to the city. And it was like maybe 4.45 when we were leaving. I'm like, I'm hungry now. Let's go get dinner yeah. and then worry about getting to the city. So I we went to Mago in Bolingbrook. And I've had Mago's mm-hmm. catering. Um I'm going to get the address here. It's in the Promenade Mall there. Okay. So there's like, that's right where we went to BD's the other a couple weeks ago. It's in the yeah. same place. So 641 East Bountain Road is the Promenade in Bolingbrook. Mago Grill and Cantina. So it's kind of like an upscale Mexican place. Like for the two of us to have two entrees, guac at the table, and three uh, cocktails was like 100 bucks. So it wasn't okay. cheap. But it was... Yeah terrific it was terrific Hmm. and i'm going to share uh, the photos here first the table side guac which is always a winner this woman just came into so the like you know the i don't know we call it like the the mashing bowl i can't think of the name of it that uh, that guacamole is always served and is at your table and then the woman came up and said hey do you want some absolutely so she takes it to her little station and she said spicy or mild we got it spicy so that was great and then um, hope I got that. This is my burrito. So this is my uh, Coach Nita Pabil burrito. Oh, oh, wow! So yeah, Boy, that could not be more up your alley. Yes, it was great. So you can see a little piece of the Coach Nita here, like in the front, mm-hmm. and then it was like served Suizo style, you know, which is the cheese nice. on top, and then this is like a orange, like a citrusy hot salsa. Interesting. It was great. Almost like almost like a playoff of a mango habanero type thing. Uh, yes, but a little more towards orange than okay. towards mango. Like sure, more like specifically citrusy um, okay. than a mango. But it was it was great, and the cochinita was wonderful. Uh, and I, you know, cochinita is always my favorite thing at Chuck's, and I haven't had it forever. And I saw that, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm getting that. So it had rice beans uh you know all that stuff inside and i just i ate it with a fork and knife because it was covered in sauce and then Mm -hmm. hope got like the tacos she got a fish taco a potato taco and then she got a cochinita pibil taco as well oh no she got an el pastor so she didn't get the potato she got the yeah the fish taco the el pastor taco and then the cochinita taco and then you can see like on the left of her plate there is like a torta Mm-hmm. And they of make, beans, yeah. They shape it like a bowl and then fill that with beans. Nice. So that was great too. So uh, if you're looking for like a, a a higher end Mexican place in a non super high end, like if this was in Chicago, it would have been like maybe two hundred bucks. But because it was in Bolingbrook, yeah, it was like a hundred and nineteen with tip. Like that. That's total. So and we had three sure. cocktails and drinks and apps. Like we we did it up and. This was like the most full. You ever been so full you're uncomfortable? 
Yes. I, I was at that point. I said to Hope, like, I know we got to get to the show, but let's walk around this mall a little bit because I can't just get in a car now for another hour and just drive this full. Yeah. So we, we did, you know, maybe half a lap around the promenade. And okay. uh, but man, it was great. So that's Mago in Bolingbrook. Right. Well, how was the, how was the salt shed? I'm curious. Yeah. And I know it's like a newer venue. Yeah. So, so maybe some people haven't had a chance to go there yet. Yeah. And I know like not everybody that listens is from Chicago, but like the very famous Morton Salt Shed. Um, it, it's it's been in Chicago. Like you've seen Morton Salt. It's the mm-hmm. the girl with the umbrella. You know, I'm gonna I'm finding a picture over here. So if people are watching on YouTube, they could see what we're talking about. The yeah. girl with the umbrella. Uh, it, it's it's the very famous salt, and this was forever a salt storage building. Like mm-hmm. if you were to walk in that. The room would be full of salt. Like that's yep. that's what it is. So maybe what was it? Maybe two years ago, Rick, that they they started doing show, they made like they converted Something this. Like that. It hasn't been long at all. No. Um so I didn't really know what to expect. I had heard like it's a concrete slab with a stage. Yeah. That's the outdoor area. The indoor part of it was mm-hmm. really, really nice. Like hmm. you walk into the lobby, it's carpeted. There's nice like merchandise nice. stands. There's bars everywhere. It's very like, uh, like lit in a very stylish way. Sure. And the venue, which is literally the shed I just showed you, the sound was excellent. So it's like really? a, it's a triangular roof, and then from yeah. what I was trying to figure out. So from what I could tell, it looked like they put like padded. Um, like sound absorbers, like a pot, like along the ceiling, Good. and that helped like reflect the sound. But mm-hmm. we were maybe forty yards back from the stage. We had seats, like, and they were like leather padded seats. They were nice. Um, and then there's like a big general mission area. So maybe we were forty yards from the stage, and I could hear every word she said, like clearly. I've never nice. most of the time you go to a concert and like someone's talking. And you kind of pick up on half of what they're saying. Sure. You could hear everything she was saying clearly, and every lyric was perfectly clear. The sound mix was great. And maybe it's just her audio people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to see first aid kit there in like two weeks. So I'll have okay. a better like comparison if it's just the venue or just her people. But I was really impressed. It was way nicer than I thought. And then inside, they literally have a guitar shop called Fret 12. Huh. And you like go in there and buy a guitar and like guitar straps and guitar strings. Like I was really impressed with the venue. I I had kind of low expectations because I thought they just kind of threw something together, you know? Right. Like, frankly, Northerly Island is in my mind. It's mm-hmm. like just kind of slapped together because they needed something to do with the space. But this, they did a really nice job with this. Um, I will say, if you're going, get there early because you have two options. You have street parking. Or they've got a big lot, but it's valet. It was forty-five dollars mm. to park. Forty-five. So it was either find a spot on the street or pay forty-five dollars to park. Or they got you by the nukes. Yeah. So Hope and I got there like as the show was starting, and we're like, we're kind of yeah. screwed. We did a couple laps and couldn't find anything. So I would say either plan on getting there early and finding street parking, or like park somewhere close and then maybe Uber over. Um, mm-hmm. But 45 is a lot. 
That is a lot. And there was no, like, oh, if you go three blocks that way, there's like a $20 park yourself option. It was that or nothing. So that yeah. was our one complaint. But overall, tons of bars, like not a lot of waiting, pristine bathrooms. I It, it blew my expectations away. Again, I thought it was nice. going to be just a stage in a room, but it was... They they spent a lot of time on this, and it's only getting nicer. And then they had, like, out in the... They didn't use the outdoor part for this one. They call that the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. But a bunch of food okay. trucks, like, outside mm. there. So they did a really nice job. It was it was beautiful. And one of the food trucks was pizza-friendly, um, which I went to a while back. And then Hope and Addie and I uh, went there this week again. And, boy, it's right next to the empty bottle. Um I'm bad with neighborhoods <laughs> in Chicago. I don't know what, yeah. what neighborhood that is, but it's 1039 Northwestern Avenue. It's where Pizza Friendly okay. is. Um, and again, just a terrific experience there. Great pizza. Uh, we got the like burrata and we got the sausage. And I think Hope got like a potato one. But the sausage pizza had um, like jardinera on it and Addie ate it and loved it. I was really proud of her. So you can see the, the top left one there is the burrata, which yeah. is like a combination of mozzarella and ricotta. If you've okay. ever had burrata before, like a creamy mozzarella almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one on the top right, that's the sausage. You can see the jardinera in there. And then the mm-hmm. one closest to you on the screen, youtube.com slash podcast, that's the potato. So those rounded things on top are like little potato slices with some pickled onions on there. And the dough at pizza friendly i would say it's like focaccia like a okay like a crispy focaccia dough Mm -hmm. so it's probably technically detroit style but man it's wonderful so check it out 1039 northwestern avenue if you're going to a show at the empty bottle it's they're literally like joined by a hallway you can get to one Mm -hmm. from the other uh so make sure you check out pizza friendly it's a tiny little place and i think they only they opened it like four so you kind of it's not like a you can go there for lunch kind of a place. But sure. Excellent. Excellent pizza. Um, and you'd buy slices. So I got two slices and I was beyond full. We also got the breadsticks that mm-hmm. came with a hot honey dip. Oh, dude. It was it was damn good. It was really nice. Damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a big week for uh, really me. Yeah. Because. Fourth of July is always a great day for me, at least on social media, because the Rick Camp home run, the best home <laughs> run in Major League history, happened on, I think it was technically the like 3 a.m. on the 5th, but the game started on the 4th of July. And now, Shaq has a restaurant coming to the area, yes. Big Chicken, and I believe it's Tuesday they're opening, and... The first 34 people for his number with the Lakers, the one that people most remember him wearing. Yes. Get free chicken sandwiches for a year. And that brings to light, (laughs) I think, everybody's favorite picture of me ever. Yes. Me sitting in line at Real Urban Barbecue at like, who knows? I don't remember what time that was. I was maybe around like 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. On a, and that was in like October. 
So and it was like chilly for October, where it was like well below freezing. Yeah. So I was set to be there for a hot minute. So I had a blanket. I was wearing, uh, I think I was wearing my pea coat. Like I had, I had the Under Armour stuff on, and I had my laptop bag in case I got bored. You're so, the only person in line. <laughs> yes. Well, so here was my thought process. If I am the first person in line, I will stay. If I am not, I will not stay and I'll come back around lunchtime. Because I had to work that day anyway at uh, Illinois Media School, but I had already talked to the director and they're like, hey, if you, if you get first in line, stay. Good, like, good by us. As long as you work your hours on the day, I don't care when they are. Cool. So you know what I did? I got free barbecue for a year. Now, this is one sandwich a week, but still, it's like 52 free sandwiches in a year. So is Not that, hard to take. What did you get at Real Urban? How do they define free barbecue it for a year? It was $50 a month. So, yeah. So, it you know. That's nice, one, Oh, it's still great. Yeah. One, maybe two, like one in change, one in a partial of times going there that would cover or sometimes it'd be like hey the i remember the uh the cake balls that they had there were awesome mm. like i say that part in the past tense because real urban is still there and it's still great but they don't have the cake balls anymore okay that part's disappointing so Shaq gives you a free sandwich per week yes but you instead of be- david schuster <laughs> you only have to be the <laughs> one of the first 34 in line like you said. Right. So are you going to try this Tuesday? I'm not sure. I might. I mean, how often do you get to Rosemont, though? That's the question. Not often. Not often at all. Yeah. Like, so, it, would, it would be a very out of the way trip. To I do mean, that. if there, if there it's, uh, it's going to be 9437 West Higgins Road for those that are contemplating being part of this. And there, it says there's another one in the works along Roselle Road in Schaumburg. But if you're right there, mm-hmm. you're just going to go to Fredo's. So. Sorry, Shaq. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of your thing. It is. It's good hashtag content. It it really is. <laughs> I might have to do this. I think you should do it. Okay. All right. Do it. Do it. Why I mean, not? first 34 in line. That's a lot of wiggle room. I mean, I'm sure it'll probably be different than real urban because of just like the location is better for more people to be around but still like i was the first person and like one of two people there at real urban for quite a while and i got there i think it was like three and a half hours before it opened maybe four yeah it's not bad which for something for something like this is actually not that terrible yeah especially it's july and not winter Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. Not twenty degrees, sans wind chill, in October. Yeah. Well, bring yourself some uh, Nick and Ivy beer to keep yourself cool while you wait. Keep it in a brown paper bag. You don't want to get arrested before you. Uh, well, right. Before you get your free chicken sandwich, but go check out our friends at Nick and Ivy Brewing in Lockport, ten twenty six South State Street. Family owned and operated by Paul and Chrissy. It's an awesome place. We went out there to try it before we uh, signed up, you know, to have them on the podcast. And we're just blown away by how damn good the beer was. And not only how good it was, but how I guess you would say there was a beer for everybody there. Right. Like if you're you're really into like the hoppy, like really challenging 
really like complex, mm-hmm. like good on you. That's not really my thing. I want a beer that's easy to drink, that's cool and refreshing, that tastes good. Maybe sometimes I want a sour. Maybe sometimes I want a Rattler. Whatever your thing is, Nick and Ivy has got it for you. From traditional European beers to the modern styles that everybody loves now, they're the place to go. They embrace sports and sports culture, which they like us to point out because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, have you ever been to like Three Floyds? Like there's no yeah. chance there's a sporting event on there. Like, no, no you can't. Nine TVs tuned into all the sports you want. And if you love music like I do and like Rick does, they've got live music every Tuesday and open mic every Friday and Saturday. The open mic stuff is legit. It's really good. It's mm-hmm. not just a bunch of like bad karaoke people. It's people that know what they're doing. And the live music on Tuesdays is great as well. They don't have food aside from, you know, chips and stuff like that. But there's tons of great food right around there. And they uh, deliver to Nick and Ivy for free. So go check them out. 1026 South State Street. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Nick and Ivy Brewing. That's N-I-K and Ivy Brewing. Website is NickIvyBrewing.com. It's great stuff. Go visit them, Paul and Chrissy, out there in Lockport, 1026 South State Street at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Cannot wait to yes. get back there. It's it's overdue. All right, I got one more place I tried this week before we get to Ask a Fat. And this mm-hmm. place I know has been here forever, and I've never stopped for whatever reason. And literally this week, I was driving past it, and I did pass it. And I said, you know what? That's kind of the exact food I have a taste for. So I literally did a U-turn and went back to Mickey's Euros in Oak Forest. Again, this place has been here, I think, my entire life. 15221 South Cicero Avenue. So 152nd in Cicero. It is right across the street from Oak uh, Forest Bowling Alley, which just had a massive, massive fire. And it's still, the bowling alley is still, like, there. Like, they didn't demolish it. So there must be some kind of investigation going on or something. Um, but mm. it's really sad. Oak Forest Bowl was like a huge, huge thing for the community. It was always crowded. They had like sand volleyball going on all the time. And it had a massive destructive fire. I don't know if they're going to be able to rebuild. I hope they can. But right across the street there is Mickey's. And I was expecting like your standard kind of like greasy, divey kind of hot dog joint. Sure. This place was like patio level food. Really? Yeah. Like it was... It was terrific. I was really impressed with how good the food was there. Um, I got, I just got, I didn't do anything crazy. I just had a taste for a burger. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to see what the burger is all about. Right. I'm going to order this up. And boy, it was, it was big. It was a half pound burger. You could see big, like three or four big slices of bacon on there. Again, the crinkle cut chips, which to me are the king. And you can see in the background there, there's a Tom Tom tamale. More on that in a second. But look at that bun. See how the bun is toasted? Yeah, it's not just like that's so key. Yeah, it's not just like slapped on there cold. You could tell Mickey's Euros really like puts a lot of pride into their food, and it shows. And the place was spotless. It was spotless. It was so clean. I walked in like, did they just reopen or something? It was absolutely. You could eat off the floor in that place. Not that you'd want to eat off a floor, but you could. It was that clean. So really liked it. 152nd in Cicero. I will say. The burger meat was a little bit dry. Like I okay. needed to add ketchup for it to be a little bit, you know, but I think it's probably just a, you know, the way it was prepared that day or whatever. 
Sure. But it was really, really good. Uh, I'll be going back there often. It's right between my house and my parents' house. And I'm always kind of like, eh, there's always the same stuff between there that I go to all the time. And it's fine, but yeah. you just sometimes you want something new. Um, this was good. Mickey's Euros, 152nd in Cicero and Oak Forest. Uh, I'm sure people from the area have been there many, many times. I'm not revealing anything new. But uh, I was very, very happy with it. It was, it was damn good. It was really damn good. Now, did you say you had more on the Tom Tom Tamale? Oh, yeah. I've had these for you. Like, they used to be one of my go-tos. Anytime mm-hmm. I'd go to a hot dog place, remember I always talk about juniors, which are all now closed. Yes. I would get a Tom Tom every time. But I felt like over the last decade or so, they haven't been very good. Like, mm-hmm. they've been kind of mealy and, I don't know, they weren't as, like, dense as they used to be. Yes. I don't know if Tom Tom went back to the old recipe or if the people at Mickey's just know how to do it, but this felt like an old school Tom Tom tamale, like the kind wow. I had, had. Yeah, I was very pleased. Um, so yeah, it was it was great. And I think all that was like twelve bucks. Like for, really for a half pound? That's not burger. bad at all. No, it was it was a good it was a, a good price, good place. And when you know you walk in there and it's all old dudes. Yep. I'm like, as soon as I walked in, yep, this is gonna be good. Mm -hmm. Because these guys would not, guys like this would not come to a place that sucks. Right. (laughs) They don't have time for that. Yeah, of course. So that was good. All right. Speaking of time, I think it is time to get to Mm -hmm. ask a fats. Yes. Let's do it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie, the bacon guy. Here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, rosemary, six pepper, chorizo, and jalapeno garlic. The French toast is coming soon. Uh, Michael in Washington, Illinois, will be taking care of the taste testing that I've done for two different recipes. And he'll be uh, letting us know which one we're going to use. So when that's ready, I'll make a bigger batch and uh, let you all know when it's ready to go. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, and the cherry jalapeno. I'm going to make a batch of the chorizo bacon jam again this week and see how that goes second time around. Um, I think I know what I'm going to do differently. So that's good news for you. Uh, Don't forget about merchandise, t-shirts, hats, beanies, magnets, buttons, stickers, coffee mugs, all the stuff to keep you going. Uh, I want a special shout-out. Happy second birthday to Sasha, my daughter. Uh, her favorite food as of now includes scoops of peanut butter and M&M's separately for now. But we love you. Happy <laughs> birthday. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. There it is. Happy birthday, Sasha. I think she should yes. start giving her spoons of peanut butter and M&M's together. <laughs> or take those M&M's and eat them and throw the spoon away. Oh, come on. Peanut butter's good. I know you hate it. It's okay. Like what you like. Don't yeah. apologize. But yep. It's, exactly. That I. It's it's like a dog. Just give dog peanut butter. We we're, we're I was joking with him about Sasha. He's like, uh, we have to. We're taking her here and so and so for her birthday because she has no friends. I'm like, what a loser. We <laughs> 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 just got going out about how his two year old daughter's a loser because she has no friends. Um, nice. Anyway, get yourself some bacon from Charlie. Charlie the bacon guy at gmail.com. At Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Yes, he will deliver to you. I got a text from my father in law saying, Well, he delivered a wood to, uh, not Woodridge. What was it? Westmont? Yeah, something like that. One of those Western burbs. I'm like, Yes, he will. 
Order some bacon and he will come to you. So do it. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com. CharlieTheBaconGuy on Instagram. And at CZTheBaconGuy on Twitter. Want to leave us a voicemail? Please do. 708 858 3314 is the number. We got a trio of voicemails for you today. Hey, Jay and Rick. It is Mark Fishman, your design guy. I am driving down 294, just uh, enjoying the 200th episode. The uh, cheese in the glove box is totally new, and I will say, uh, and I can say this, by the way, uh, being Jewish, I hadn't even thought of that hack, uh, and now I'll be putting 64 slices of good old American cheese in my glove box. Save me that 10 cents. Uh, Anyway... Uh, had a great fat experience over the last couple of days. I work in displays, and it turns out displays is the home to amazing burgers that, uh, it's awesome. So there's Paradise Pup, and then there's a place called The Sandlot. They are both kind of these summertime, vibey, old school Chicago stands that really just do really good burgers, Chicago style hot dogs, fries, onion rings, that kind of stuff, milkshakes. I've tried both, and uh, I can say now unequivocally, uh, Paradise Pup is the best burger in the city. Fight me. Wow. Anyway, you guys have a good one. Damn. That's high praise. I was going to say, strong words. Oof. I was changing my headphones uh, as he was giving his message, so I might have missed the uh, address of Paradise Pup if he said it, but here it is, 1724 South River Road. Now this place looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, like it's it's got the uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely has the appearance of a place that's going to have awesome food, like with the canopy and the uh, the picnic tables outside. Like you know, a place like that, Rick, that's going to be that's going to be outstanding. Yep. Oh yeah, that's yeah. going to be good. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, anytime you see a place with a bunch of people eating outside at picnic tables, you know it's going to be great. Uh, all right. I don't even know where Desplaines is. I know there's an oasis. <laughs> yeah, it's Northern Burb, like, think north of Addison. I think it's like northeast of Addison. Oof. Any commutes from Homewood every day? Ugh. That's a lot. That sucks. All right. Well, if I'm ever out that way, it's on the map. That's for damn sure. I will check it out. Oof. All right. Back to the phones we go. Hey, boys, it's Micah from Homewood. Uh, last episode, Rick brought up the rising price of Taco Bell's cheesy gordita crunches, and so I had a tip for you. Uh, it's not a solution, mind you, but I thought I'd give you just a tip just to see how it feels. Uh, so you download the Taco Bell app, and not only can you place your order ahead of time, but there's also a section on the app called Online Exclusives. Uh, if you choose something called Build Your Own Cravings Box, then you can get a cheesy gordita crunch, a second lesser taco, a side like nachos and cheese or the cheesy potatoes, and a drink, and it's all five ninety nine. And I think the cheesy gordita crunch by itself is like five forty nine or five sixty nine. So nice. thirty yeah. cents, fifty cents more, you get like a whole deluxe craving or you get a whole cravings box. And uh, it's it's not perfect, but you get way more food. You may not feel as slighted. Um, keep up the good work, boys. Uh, love the show. Damn, that's nice. a good tip. That that's a great tip. All right. See the I'm telling that, you. The, see that's that's more palatable. Yeah. Oh, to be for able sure. to get the extra stuff because like I'm sorry. Like I don't. I I wish I remember what the price was when I was getting the 
uh, cheesy gordita crunch more consistently. You know, when I had a functioning Taco Bell in my area, but like that, it's just too much, man. Like inflation can eat my ass for that number. Like <laughs> before the cheesy gordita crunch does. Like, There's our next T-shirt. Inflation can eat my ass. I'm Rick Camp. <laughs> Get out of that, Mark Fishman. Uh, right. Don't make it visual. And the bigger though, it, but the bigger that one is, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be sweeter. Yeah, that's true. Oh dear God, um, that's gross. Uh, that's oh, a good tip. We're talking watermelons. By the way, that's Micah, our video editor, who acts like we don't know him. Yeah. You know. Yes, Micah, we know it's you. But no, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear him chip in. Um, that's a good tip. And that's like everyone says you when you. I don't know why these. Maybe someone, maybe our Culver's insider would know just generally why it is advantageous for companies to push their apps. Yeah. It, yeah. Cause like it, it feels like McDonald's like really, really like if you use the app, you're going to save a lot of money. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just increased efficiency through the drive through. I don't know that that would be worth it. Like how they crunch those numbers to know. Yeah. I kind of want to look at the Taco Bell app now. Let's let's try this. Should we try it? Sure. All right. So let's. Oh, I gotta log in like some kind of noob. <sighs> Logging in. Stupid. That's annoying. It's my phone. Yes, I want to. Right. Share it's also my... Taco Bell. You shouldn't need to log in for anything Taco Bell related. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. All right. Well, this is not going well because it's. Well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I'll try and I'll report back to you. Because Taco Bell sounds good. All right, next one here, uh, number three. Hello, Fats. This is Bob from St. Charles. And I just made my first order from the Volcano menu, which I have been a gigantic fan or giant fan of for a long time. So I've been really stoked about this coming back. However, I don't know if this is already discussed, but oh, my God, I got two of the Volcano combos. And some extra volcano tacos for just my wife and I, and it came out to like thirty-three dollars. Thirty-three dollars back in my day, back in my day, <laughs> thirty-three bucks would feed like ten people at Taco Bell. Now I know times have changed, um, and things are more expensive. So the reason I'm calling is because I literally wasn't going to order it because I couldn't pay that for Taco Bell. So here's the fat hack. For the Taco Bell Volcano menu. Don't order the Taco Bell Volcano menu. Just order from their side selection, because I'm pretty sure you can only get it online right now. But either way, going forward, this is how you do it. Go to the sides section, order as many volcano sauce sides as you like, because that's the only thing that makes a volcano, as we know, is just that sauce. So I ordered six sides of the volcano sauce, a uh, couple burritos that are better quality than was offered, in my opinion, uh, I guess that's preference, in the, in the volcano combo. Uh, no drinks, which I'm totally cool with. Bottom line, I got a couple extra items and items that I prefer, a couple extra tacos and items that I prefer, uh, with all the sauce, volcano sauce I need for... $21 as opposed to 33 More wow. food, $11 cheaper. Sorry to make this long, <laughs> but there's a fat hack that I'm telling you. The difference is crazy, and all you got to do is just dip your item in the volcano sauce. Love you, fats. Bobby's out. 
There it is. All right. So two Taco Bell hacks in a row. Now, as Bobby Oops. was explaining this, I did what Micah said. So I'm at the online exclusives part. Mm-hmm. There's build your own cravings box and deluxe build your own cravings box. So I'm going to hit. So the build your own is $5.99, like Micah said. So you choose your specialty. Your options are a Crunchwrap Supreme, a Cheesy Gordita Crunch, or a Chalupa Supreme. Okay. So okay. add Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Choose your classic. The classics are crunchy, soft, beefy five-layer burrito, bean burrito, or spicy potato soft taco. So I'm going to add a crunchy. That's my usually go-to. Choose a side. Chips and nacho cheese, cinnamon twist, cheesy fiesta potatoes. I'm taking those. Choose your drink. I will take a Diet Pepsi because I'm on a diet. And I will go add. View my bag. It is $5.99. Wow. Okay. Accurate. Okay. And then the other thing... So go to sides. He said sides and yeah. So sides scrolling through here and there it is. The lava sauce, right? That's the volcano mm-hmm. menu. Just yeah. Order as many of the, they're a dollar a pop. That's it. Use the app. I'm telling you use yeah. the app on all this stuff. That's brilliant. I love that. Thank you, Micah. And thank you, Bob, Bob, Bill, Billy, Bob, Bob. I forgot already. Bob. Well, thank you my friend. All right. Well, that's it for the voicemails. Let's get to the emails. Ask yes. a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Email us. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. First one here comes from John it says I'm listening in my walk and I'm giggling like an idiot because of the part about crapping your pants on the way home from a restaurant. It got me thinking, <laughs> what's the restaurant that you avoid because of a traumatic experience. For me, it's Applebee's because in college, I ripped many dabs with my roommate's little brother and fell asleep on the toilet for 30 minutes. Mm. My friends thought I was dying and one of them almost called an ambulance. I wasn't dead, just extremely baked. Keep up the awesome work. That is from John. Uh, Boy, I guess the answer is Texas Roadhouse because I was was so close to crapping my pants that I, I just don't feel like going through that again. What would that be for me? I don't know. That's that's interesting because I haven't had too many traumatic food experiences. There have been some that aren't great. Like I've had I had enough bad things happen to me at Taco Bell that I stopped going to my Taco Bell. But yeah, that's but more specific to mine. Yeah, it's not like a personal trauma. It's just like you're tired of dealing with the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Well, you've got time, Rick. Oh, What's I the have, place you yes. ate where you almost blew up Sam's toilet? Oh, the, well, I've had that place since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a uh, base of taco. All right. Which is fantastic. It's good. It's great food. Uh, I just have to be smarter about ordering and don't order the, you know, ground dynamite also known as chorizo oh god it was a literally like you couldn't have put a better combo together for what ended up happening of a chorizo chimney suizo that's a lot (laughs) it was a lot and a mistake to do all that yeah don't do that all right all right here we go okay looking at this one let's uh 
crack the neck. Let's stretch a little bit before reading this one. We got multiple paragraphs here. (laughs) These are real paragraphs from Ryan and the Boring Burbs. Hey, fans, can we talk about milkshakes? Yes. I was recently on a work trip, and after driving five hours and disappointing drive-through food, I needed something more to keep me driving. I decided to pull off and try a chocolate milkshake from Freddy's. For one thing, needing something to like keep you going driving and going for a milkshake is hilarious. Yeah, that's okay. But what but what I got was a cup of nearly solid frozen custard with a giant wide mouth straw. Mm. Trying to suck that through the straw about turned my body inside out. So there I was driving 75 alternating between scooping out of the supposed shake with a monster straw and stirring it until melted enough to get an unfulfilling pull. Had a few of those. Yeah. Good custard. <laughs> Good custard. But that wasn't a shake. And Freddy's isn't alone. McDonald's switched to thick shakes a, a, way, a ways back. Everyone seems to do thick shakes now. So fats. Am I wrong that shakes should be able to be drank through a straw? Is there any place that still has a, a drinkable while driving shake? Yeah, that, that's that's a that's a, see. It's a, it's shakes a fantastic sound more point. appealing than they actually are. And I do think McDonald's has gone back to the thinner shake because mm-hmm. I can usually order one and be done with it in like 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, like thick shakes sound great in theory. Yes. But if you're taking it to go, you don't want to wait 25 minutes for it to become melted enough to drink. Right. Yeah. Screw that. Yeah, I think places just instead of having like their ice cream, ice cream and their shake ice cream or whatever you want to call it. It's really just like, okay, we have one type of ice cream and we just slap it into a cup. And that's sure what it feels like. Yeah. When it comes to shakes at this point. Yeah. Like a really well done, like a steak and shake shake, I think is the one that has remained with the same integrity over time. And I know I'll, I'll say too, a Dairy Queen shake is very drinkable because they treat it differently than your standard thick ass, unsuckable, so to speak, milkshake. Uh, next one here. Right. Comes, yeah. N- next one here is from Nolan. Uh, oh, by the way, um, uh, Ryan from the Boring Burbs went off about how great he, his Mazda is. Uh, yes, we agree. The Mazda is awesome. Thank you for that, Ryan. Um, Scott, we're a little short on time, so we're going to keep going here. Um, Nolan says, I have one question for you guys and also a bit of information. The question is, what are some words or phrases that people have said to describe you that they're saying you're fat, but I don't want to hurt your feelings? For example, hey, big guy, like that hurts less, but it makes sense. Also, the information season two of The Bear is out for your viewing pleasure. Stay hungry, my friends. Yeah, the, the big guy thing, that's always a big move for people who are asking me for money. Hey, big guy, you got some change? No. You just called me fat. Right. Don't call me big guy. That's right. That's like, just call me lard ass instead. Like it's, it's, you're basically saying the same thing. You're, yeah, but you know, by saying big guy, I'm going to know you're talking to me. Yeah. Which is just calling all my insecurities into place. So yeah, don't, don't call big people, big guy. That's not, that's not cool. We don't, we don't like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one where it's just, yeah, I'm just not a fan. No, and it, you, it'll it'll end up doing that, and it's just yeah. And you you watch the bear, right? Yeah, so I haven't watched season two yet. I think I'm probably going to just 
watch it myself because Sam had mentioned she hadn't watched season one, so she wanted to catch up and then watch season two. But I'm getting to the point where it's like, I don't know that I want to wait anymore. Yeah, it's it's such a damn good show. We're about yeah. I think we're about halfway through. Uh, and we just watched the holiday episode and boy, man, like there's they can yeah. do some intense, intense stuff on that show. And so I saw someone say it. What makes the show so great is everybody on there is a excellent facial actor. Like, yeah, capturing the emotion in their faces and the camera works. They always tight up on faces. So you really see like the reactions and everything. And all mm-hmm. of those actors are really great at you know, acting facially, which is yes. a channel on another website, but it's a different kind of thing. Different tab. Yeah. Yeah. Different tab. Um, that's for sure. But yeah, the show is great. And I was wondering like, boy, how are they going to follow up season one? Yeah. And season two is, is terrific. All right. We got another nice. long one here. <laughs> I'll handle this one since you did the okay. long one last time. It says, hello, Rick and Jay settle a debate. How do you prepare your dog? If you eat it at home? Okay, ground rules. This is a bit different than what you would order at a restaurant or what you would do at a barbecue. In other words, you got to take into consideration the I want a hot dog and I want to eat it now attitude when you eat a dog at home. For example, when I'm at a barbecue, it's obviously going to be grilled. And when I'm ordering out at a restaurant, it'll be Chicago style. But when I'm at home, it's always boiled and put in a bun with condiments, but no ketchup. My sister-in-law, on the other hand, insists on boiling your hot dog is nasty. So she microwaves hers until it splits then she eats it just a bun insane behavior in my opinion so here we go category one your cooking method grilled broiled or grilled boiled in a pan microwaved or other category two final prep method bun only raw dog (laughs) another channel uh bun and ketchup (laughs) bun and condiments but no ketchup aka mustard relish mayo etc chili other okay so if i'm making hot dogs at home 99 out of 100 times and throwing them on the grill. Mm-hmm. And I'm just waiting until they split and I'm doing the ballpark. And then usually I know I get mocked for this, but I'm usually a just ketchup guy. Um, mm-hmm. But if we have onions and we have time, I'll like to grill up some onions and throw those on there without ketchup. Um, I would say nine times out of 10 or 99 out of 100. We're just going to get a pack of ballparks, throw them on the grill until they split and just cook. And that's usually what? 10 minutes till you get to that point. That's easiest. The other way I will do is I will put them in a pot of water and then turn it on. And as soon as the water boils, I know they're done. And then you can actually take like a little grate and put the grate over the boiling water and put the buns on there. So the buns get steamed. That's the other thing we do. But again, 99 of a hundred it's grilled. How about you, Rick? Yeah. Generally when I'm eating a hot dog and it's not, it's you know not like at a place it's i'm at somebody else's place and it's probably gonna be on a grill like that but uh but boiled is generally if i'm making hot dogs myself they're gonna be boiled just because i also have no outdoor space to myself so grilled isn't really an option yeah so at that point i'll go i'll go boiled and i'll go i go mustard only generally okay that's usually my go-to. I think microwave and just a bun is kind of asinine. Yeah, that's 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 maniac behavior. Yes. Yeah. Why not just boil it? No. I, I yeah. Like, I I try not to microwave unless I have to. Unless there's like no other solution. Right. It just gets 
kind of gross and ugh. yeah i mean light up a grill i mean i could see if you have only a charcoal grill mm-hmm. right like that's a big like a huge pain in the ass but if you have any yeah. sort of quick starting grill like what are you doing just just throw it on there and you're good to go like i've got the right. weber traveler um mm-hmm. but even like a weber genesis or like a nicer gas grill that thing's gonna get hot in five minutes hot enough to get a hot dog going i grill yeah. every time I'm telling you, man, like a ballpark hot dog on a grill, it's mm-hmm. it's great. It just it tastes so good. It's so easy. Yeah. All right, last one here. And I feel bad about this. And somehow last week, it, unless I'm mistaken, on episode 200, we did not mention this person's name. And PMAC from Bartlett calls us out and says, I can't believe no one sent in a shout, a shout out to Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. That woman deserves props or maybe even her own T-shirt. Hi, Fats. This is Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. Yes. And for those that don't know Southside Butt Rash Carolyn, the first time she yes. got in touch with us was she had a rash on her butt. And she was mm-hmm. looking for ways to make it feel better. So then she became... Hi, Fats. This is Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. And that's her, her <laughs> moniker. And somehow Carolyn did not come up during episode uh, Yeah, that, that's that's an owl. That's an owl for us. Well, I was hoping to hear from her, quite frankly. And maybe I was just a little bit hurt that we didn't hear from Carolyn for episode 200. But it is what it is. You know, she's always welcome here. She knows Mm -hmm. that. And uh, she is a, it's right. It's correct. She is a, she is a Chicago or she is an I'm Fat Podcast legend. That's for sure. She really is. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's wrap this up. This one was long, but we took a yeah. week off, so I think we owed you an extra 20 minutes or so. Yeah. So follow us on all of our social media, including threads now at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon if you'd like. Throw a couple bucks our way. I'm Fat Merch.com to get shirts like the one I'm wearing right now. Love it. So can't point. Yes. I, I haven't figured out how to point. <laughs> correctly on a video stream there we go oh <laughs> i can't always do the wrong way that was yeah that the, was... it is literally the opposite of where you are in my eye yes right like you are to right. my i'm looking at you and you're my right see mm-hmm. but i'm touching you right now but that's not accurate all right anyway okay Anywho, done touching you. YouTube.com slash I'm fat podcast. <laughs> Subscribe and like each video. Even if you don't watch the podcast, you'd rather listen to it in audio form. You don't watch it on YouTube. Just hit us that like. Yeah. Very much appreciated. And then subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed and leave us the old five-star rating and a review that helps us out a ton in terms of the ratings and juking numbers and all that type of fun stuff that everybody does, and we just need to uh, get with the program on all that. So, then... Of course, the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Mustard's acid yellow dressing, relish, verdant, green, so vibrant, onions, tomatoes, cucumbers cut into vegetables refinement, light as tufted seeds upon the wind so buoyant, Angel's fluff, the hot dog bun, flecked with poppy seeds, this holy vessel holds all of summertime's enjoyment. Botanical salinity of celery salt's anointment.
as sporting pepper's jaunty spice joins with the kosher bill. The spirit it pierced, the sight of Christ dogs split open on the grill. And a mingling of charcoal upon the humid wind, let all who care to know or notice that summer once again begins.